knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 30 years and only one Jake. I am done. Those are the words of a real turkey hunter, but it didn't have to be that way. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can make sure that that is never your story. Hey, and welcome to the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and bringing new insights to all hunters. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today I want to tell you about a sad story, but I'm going to spend more time telling you about how you can make sure that sad story is never your story. It wasn't long ago I heard a turkey hunter utter the words, I've been hunting for 30 years, have only ever gotten one Jake, I am done. I quit. That's it. Over. Finished. And they're giving up the sport of turkey hunting. 30 years and one bird and even then wasn't a big bird. And they're quitting. And I thought to myself, man, that's just, that's hard. That's terrible. That's sad. But it also is a little bit deceiving. All right. Because first of all, How much hunting did they really do? How hard did they really try? How much effort and energy and focus did they really even put into this thing? All right, because guys, that should never be your story. And it does not have to be anyone's story. And when I hear people say things like that, my heart does go out to them initially. But then the questions come. All right, how many of those years did they actually go into the woods to try to hunt turkeys? All right, maybe their first season was 30 years ago, but did they really go out for 30 seasons? Did they just go out on opening day every season? Did they go out every year? Were there two-year gaps, 10-year gaps? You know, how much hunting did they really do? And how much work then did they put into hunting? Because, you know, anybody can get, you know, go through a season or two and get skunked. That can happen. That happens to pros. They go a season and get skunked. 
All right, that can happen to anybody. You could go two years in a row, but if you start going three, four, five years in a row and you don't get any turkeys and you don't have any opportunities at turkeys, an honest person would stop and reassess. They'd say, now hold on. I've been doing this for five years. I have not had any success. Maybe I should change something. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe there's another way. You know, all these other people are going out and and they're having at least semi-regular success. And, you know, what are they doing differently than me? These are questions that are healthy to ask, right? What am I doing wrong or what are other people doing better? Well, they're all hunting on private land. All of them? Every single person? No, that's not true. Well, they've all got better spots than I do. Well, how did they get those better spots? How did they find them? Well, they put in the boot time and they scouted and they spent time in the woods and they they kept notes and they kept good memories and they kept some logs, maybe some maps, some notes on maps. They did whatever they could do because they were trying to better themselves. They were trying to do better next season. They are trying to work at it. You know, when I hear those kind of stories, my first question is, okay, well, how many books about turkey hunting did you read over those 30 years? People kind of look at you. They're like, huh? How many books did you read? Because there are some amazing books out there written by Kenny Morgan and written by John McDaniels and, and many others. And so how many of those books did you read? Whoa. And they just sort of give you this stupid face. Like we're talking about turkey hunting, not reading. Yeah, but an honest person is going to start making changes before they get to 30 years of failure, right? That's just not the way that it ought to be. And it's not the way that it has to be for you. All right, if you have a bad run, you know, anybody can have a bad season. It can happen to anybody. But what that means is going to really depend on how much time you spent in the woods you know, if you went out two tw- two times and you didn't see any turkeys, it wasn't a bad season. You just didn't hunt much. Two hunts is not a season. All right, that's just like, hey, you know, felt like going out turkey hunting a couple times. Thought, hey, maybe we'll maybe we'll get lucky, and that happens, and you get lucky. You know, but that's not. You can't be like, oh, I had a bad season. Oh man, how many hunts did you do? Five or two? Two hunts? Two? That's a season? No. Now, if you said 10 and you didn't see any turkeys, I'd say, ooh, that's tough. You didn't hear any turkeys? I'd say, ooh, man, please tell me you didn't keep going to the same place every time. Right? That's one of my first questions. You know, if you keep going to the same place where there's no turkeys, well, it doesn't matter how many times you go. You know, after two times of not hearing any turkeys, I'd be like, I'm going somewhere else. Right? Why would you believe there are turkeys there? Now, if you've scouted them, if you've seen them, if you got trail cameras, if you got binoculars, if you got sign, then that's a reason to be there even if you don't hear or see them. But again, why do you think there's turkeys there? And I've I've done episodes in the past where I've shot turkeys on days where there were no turkeys gobbling. On days where you did not hear a turkey anywhere. And that turkey that I shot never made a sound, never gobbled, never did a thing. And I'm not even still 100% sure to this day he was coming into me. But, you know, if you think they're there and you have sign, which I did, I was hunting on sign, then 
you ought to be seeing turkeys at least every so often. And so that's the question I have first. All right, how many how many hunts did you really do? 30 years, you did 12 hunts. Okay, and those 12 hunts were all in the same place where there weren't any turkeys. Okay, so that's not really surprising then if you went 30 years and 12 hunts without, without shooting any more turkeys than that one Jake. Okay, um, you know, you look at the odds, I think, in the state of Pennsylvania, the success rate on a turkey hunt is somewhere between 16 and 20%. Depends on the year and the location and the and all kind of factors, but you know it's like a one in five, one in six average across the state, across all hunters, across public land, private land, all land of all hunts that go on. So if you go out three times, then you're you got a you know fifty percent chance. If you go out six times, then the odds are you ought to get one. That's kind of the way that it's measured in my state. And a lot of that, though, has to do with a lot of people that go out one time or two times and get nothing. So, you know, opening day, if you have a million people in the woods and most of them get nothing and then they never go out again, you know, those odds are really slanted, right? They're, they're, those are not the odds for experienced seasoned turkey hunters that have done their diligence and have got, done good scouting and have found sign and are hunting there for days or weeks. Okay, that is not the same numbers. However, it does give you a ballpark for expectation. All right, it, it is helpful information to have. I personally wouldn't settle for that being my average. But, like I said, anybody can go a season and get skunked. You go out two, five, ten times, get nothing, see nothing. That can happen. You know, these are wild animals. Even if you got good sign, there's no guarantees here. And, you know, most of us, we can't hunt 20, 30, 40, 50 days of turkey season across multiple states. We just can't do that. And so, a lot of us, you get a few days... And if you get some action, you get some action. If not, that's all you've got. And so you got to make that time count. You got to do everything you can do to make those days count, to prepare for those days, to get ready for that time in the woods. You got to put in time in advance. You got to be scouting. You got to be looking for sign. You don't need to spend hundreds of hours doing it. Although if you do spend hundreds of hours doing it, your chances, I'm sure, are going to be higher than one in six. But you got to do something. You got to work to better yourself and better the odds. And when people say they've shot one turkey in 30 years, I'm like, hmm, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I, I've heard stories from some of you guys who have listened to a few episodes of this podcast, went on your first couple turkey hunts and, and got a bird within a couple weeks. I know one person wrote in and they were telling me how they listened to the fall turkey hunting episode. Went out that week, shot two turkeys. Now, of course, not in Pennsylvania because you can't shoot two. But I'm like, you know, this is not that hard. This is, it's not necessarily easy. But these birds are not mythological creatures that exist on multiple planes and dimensions. They're a bird that sleeps in a tree that flies down and they're real, and you can find them, and you can shoot them. And to go 30 years without getting one, I'm like, 
You obviously didn't listen to any podcast episodes from the New Hunter's Guide because New Hunter's Guide listeners have way better success rates than that. Um, and you, you're just, when people say that kind of stuff, my first thought is to feel bad for them. But my second thought is to say, you're not even trying. You're not, you're just complaining that it's not, that, it, you know, turkeys weren't, that weren't just handed to you on a paper plate out of, out of nowhere because, you know, you wanted them to be. That's just, you just people being lazy, people not really trying and then complaining and blaming other people when it doesn't work out for them. I mean, guys, it's, it's. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You have to invest energy and focus and thought. You got to become smarter. You got to become better. Every season, every hunt, you should be smarter and better informed and have better tactic, strategy, and execution than the last hunt. That's the way it should be. Every time you walk into the woods, it should be easier and better and, and you should have an advantage over what you had last time. But if you only hunt one day a season, it is going to be hard to develop that. It is, really is. Because here's one of the things that happens. Okay, You go out on opening day or whichever day. And whatever happens, happens. You hear some turkeys over there. You see some turkeys down that way. You hear nothing there. Okay, now what are you going to do next time? What are you going to do on day two? Well, I know those turkeys are down over here. So day two, I'm going to start down over that way. Or I heard those turkeys over this way, but they never came over to where I was at. So what I'm going to do is if I hear those turkeys over there again, I'm going to make a move and get closer to that direction to try to figure out where those turkeys go. And I'm going to set up somewhere and try to call them to me. You say, well, I set up and there were no turkeys and no signs of turkeys anywhere. So I'm going to go and try to find somewhere else where there are some turkeys or there's some sign of turkeys, right? You learn from that first experience and your next day out is different. Your tactics, your strategy, the next time in the woods aren't the same as they were the last time in the woods. That's what you need to be doing. That's how you need to be thinking about it. And if you only go out one day, you lose all the value of that intelligence, of all that information. You're not able to do anything with it to improve your odds the next day. And you ought to be, you ought not sit anywhere where there are no turkeys within hearing range. That doesn't mean turkeys are going to gobble every day. But you should not be going into the woods and sitting somewhere where there aren't any turkeys nearby. 
Because if you're going into the woods, it should be because you scouted and you found evidence of turkeys in that area. And you can't just keep going back to the same place without any evidence, without any reason to believe that there's turkeys there just because you like that spot, just because that spot's convenient, just because it's easy to get to, just because you can park close to it, just because that's on your property or a friend's property and you feel comfortable there. You can't just go there for the sake of going there if there's no evidence of turkeys nearby just because it's easy and expect to have any success killing turkeys. Now, I get it. Being out in the woods is fun. Just being outside is an enjoyable time. There are pros, there are benefits to just going out there. And year after year of just going out is worth going out. But if you're trying to get turkeys, you want to bring turkeys home sometimes. You want to see some turkeys. You want to interact with turkeys. And so to do that, you have to do more than just go out once in a while. You've got to really think and hunt. You got to use your brain, which is the number one most effective weapon that you have in your arsenal and say, okay, this is what's going on. How do I process this information? What do I do? All right. I tried something and it didn't work or I blew it up. Okay. What do you do next time? You got to do something different, right? We learned that didn't work in that situation. So now what do we do? Or could just be didn't work that day. And if you only hunt one day, then you can't learn and leverage that forward. Now, I like the days when you go out on opening day and you fill your tag and you're done for the season. I like those days. I live for those days as a turkey hunter. I thrive on that. Like, oh man, opening day, get a turkey. You know, I'm done. Now, it's kind of sad too. If you only have one tag and you fill it opening day and there's a whole season left and you can't go out, but it's also immensely satisfying and I would take that every time, 10 out of 10, 100% of the time. Although now I buy my second tag because in PA you can buy a second tag for an extra fee if, uh, if you want to before the season starts and that way if I shoot one on opening day, I can still go out again if I want to. But the thing is, you know, a lot of people, they want that, but if they don't get it, they don't have a plan B. And, you know, oftentimes your, your chances, your odds of success go up the more you're in the woods because you keep learning if you keep learning and, and you take the action and the steps needed to learn and to grow and to do things different and to do things better. So, you know, for example, a couple seasons ago, I was going out, I went out to one property, I hunted there, heard some turkeys, never never, got, never saw one, never had them come in. Went out there another day, heard some turkeys far away, never saw them, never came in. Went out there, hunted another day, heard some turkeys from far away, never saw them, never came in. Well, at this point I'm like, you know, there are turkeys around here somewhere, but they're never coming over to the part of the property that I'm over and I can't go to where I'm hearing them because they're across property lines, which is one of the maddening things about turkey hunting on, pro- on, pub- or, excuse me, on private land. Um, <laughs> public land is so much better in a lot of ways because you can just move. You can set up in a different place. You can go in somewhere else in the morning. Whereas a lot of time people are like, oh man, if I could only hunt private land, it would be amazing. It would solve all my problems and I would, I would be able to take turkeys every time I go out. Yeah, you think that. Everybody thinks that until you're actually hunting on private land. 
And unless you're hunting on a thousand acres, you know, you run up against the, oh, there's turkeys right over there across that property border that I can't get to. And there are some strategies and some tactics, and I've talked about some of them in the past, and we'll probably do more in the future about how you can boost your odds in those kind of situations. But you're, you're hemmed in by property borders, and you can hear these birds from far away, and you can't get to them, and you can't get them to come to you. And so it can be really frustrating at times. Whereas on public land, you know, you're, you're not, you don't have those limitations. But there I was having this happen, you know, third day in a row. And I'm like, and not third day in a row, like I didn't hunt three consecutive days. It was like, you know, Saturday, Monday, Thursday, that kind of a thing or, or something like that. I'd hunted several days, same spot, similar results. And I was like, all right, this is not working. I need to do something differently. So I got some intel. I got some, some, some intelligence, some additional information about another area that there were some turkeys spotted nearby. So I was like, I'm going to go up in that area. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to try something different. Because even though there is evidence of turkey somewhere, I've had three days in a row with the exact same story. All right. And now, if that story was the turkey coming within 60 yards, but not quite close enough to get a shot at, I would probably keep going back if that was the story. Because if you had three days in a row of turkeys getting that close, but just not coming quite in, then you never know the next day could be the one where they come that extra 10 or 15 yards and you can take them. But if you're just hearing them from 400 yards away and you can't close half of that distance to them and they never come in your direction and they just go further away, I'm like, all right, this isn't working. And my odds here aren't good. So I went to this other property where I had never had any odds or success in the past. And immediately, okay, there are turkeys here. Had we had, I, I'll spare you the story. It's I, I did it on another episode, but was an amazing hunt. Took home a turkey. I've had other times where I, I'm going out in the morning. I'm going out to this spot. Why this spot? Because I've got recon. I've got intel. I've got lots of sign that turkeys are in that spot often. And so I'm there. And I heard some turkeys from far away and I saw a couple hens over the course of the morning and then that was it. So what did I do? Well, I came back the next time to that same exact spot and I sat there and I heard some turkeys from far away and it never came closer and I saw a couple hens, but there were no gobblers, nothing with a beard on it and nothing happened. And so what do you do? Well, I came back a third day to that exact same spot and I heard turkeys from another angle, even further away, maybe six, 700 yards away up on a hillside in the distance. And uh, they never, never came any closer. Uh, but then a couple hours later, turkey just walked out of nowhere, materialized out of the vapor of the morning and was standing right there at about 35, 40 yards. And I shot it and took it home. Now you're like, well, why'd you keep going back to that spot? Because I had sign. I knew there were turkeys there. I knew there were turkeys coming through that area. I had tracks. I had droppings. I had feathers. I had some trail camera footage. I knew turkeys were around there and I just kept coming back because, you know, you see hens every morning. 
sooner or later, there are going to be gobblers there. All right. It's just sooner or later. If they're, if they're there, they're around. And so that turkey never gobbled, probably never gobbled that whole morning, but it came out of nowhere. Boop. There it was. And it came home with me. And I had sign. I had now. If I'd just gone out one day, you know, I had fairly good chance that one day because the sign was there. I was hunting over sign on opening day. That's the way you want it to be. Saw some hens. Went home with no turkey. And if that was the only day I hunted, well, you know, hey, most seasons I don't shoot a turkey on opening day. But I learned. In fact, I was all the more encouraged because there was so much sign. Because I heard gobbling in all directions, just not close enough to go to. And turkeys were in that area. When you see turkeys, that's the best sign. That is. And I observed some hens for like an hour, just lounging around, eating, pecking, scratching, chilling. You know, of course, you know, you can't really make a move a muscle because you don't want to spook them because the gobbler could come in at any moment. But, you know, just hanging out, chilling, and like, all right, this is a good spot, right? This is the kind of spot you want to be in. And I'm going to keep coming back to that spot. As long as there are sign, as long as there are turkeys around that area, that's the kind of spot you keep coming back to until you have the right situation, the right combination of factors. Now, maybe you don't sit against the same tree, but it all depends on what's going on. I had no gobblers that I could see or hear in that area, but there were other turkeys. So I kept coming back to the exact same spot because my cover was good, my hide was good, the turkeys weren't seeing me that were there, and so I just kept coming back, coming back, coming back, until finally, Gobbler finally came out looking for those hens, and then there he went. And so you gotta learn, you gotta adapt, you gotta apply effort, you gotta put time in. Again, that wasn't three days in a row or four days in a row. You know, I was not hunting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That is really hard to do. But I was I was hunting like Saturday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, those kind of deals. You know, taking a half day off work on Monday, half day off work on Thursday, hunting the two Saturdays. So you're going one week, you got four hunts, and you use one vacation day. And that's... That's me, you know, that's the way I was able to do it, to get some extra time in the woods, to spread my time out, to get more hunts in, to boost my odds. But you just keep learning and you learn and you take in more information. And, you know, day three or day four out in that spot, you're not quite as excited as you are on opening morning. But, man, there are turkeys here. I keep seeing turkeys. I got sign right here. There are definitely turkeys in this area. And so I'm excited. I'm excited just sitting there. I'm just excited all morning. Like, hey, there are turkeys around. Any second, any minute could be the moment. Whether they gobble or not, I don't care. Any second, any moment, this could be the one. And I'm excited because there are turkeys here. But if there weren't any turkeys there, I would have not hunted that same spot four days in a row. You know, I, I pretty much, if I go to the same spot and there is no sign of turkeys twice, I'm not coming back there. At least not next. I'm going to move on. I'm going to change gears. I'm going to come up with a different plan. Because if there are no turkeys in that area, if there is no sign, first of all, why did I come back the second time? Right? There's no tracks. There's no scratching. There's no gobbling. There's no trail camera. 
There's no nothing. It's just, well, this looks like a good place in the woods. Well, why, why go there twice? Now, maybe, maybe they weren't gobbling the first morning. That happens. Sometimes there are turkeys there. They just don't gobble that day. Don't know why. Some people think they know. Other people think it's the opposite of what those people think. Whatever. The bottom line is, I don't know. But sometimes they don't always gobble. So maybe give it a second shot. It just if you have some intuition, you think this is a good spot. So you go two spots, or you go two times, nothing happens. What do you do? Quit for the season. Give up turkey hunting. No, you go somewhere else. You try another spot. You try to find where the turkeys actually are. You, you, you scout. Every time you go into the woods, you're scouting. You're hunting and you're scouting at the same time. You're learning. You're compiling the information that you need to kill a turkey that season. And if this spot wasn't it, you try another spot. If that spot's not it, you try another spot. But every time you're trying a new spot, you're scouting on your way in. You're scouting on your way out. Maybe you take some walkabouts. You're doing some more scouting. You're trying to figure out. You're trying to narrow it down. You're chipping away. Chipping away. Chipping away until you find those good spots where the turkeys are. And sometimes you find good spots where the turkeys are every season. And those are the hunters that are able to more consistently take birds year after year. Now, there are different reasons why those kind of spots exist. In some areas, you just have the right combination of habitat, food, and cover in the springtime. And turkeys come there, it seems like, every spring or almost every spring. And they may not be there the rest of the year, but in the spring, they're there. And when you discover those spots and you notice year after year there are turkeys there, you're just adding to that mental Rolodex of information. You're adding more data into your database. You're just, okay, I know this is a spot I can probably go to. I can probably count on this spot. And I've heard hunters talk, tell stories about how, you know what, they have spots like that, but they decided they needed to quit hunting them because it was too easy. And so they're trying to find other spots and, and hunt other birds to increase the challenge level. And I'm like, you know what? That is a great place to be where it's too easy to kill a turkey going to these spots. That's a great place to be. They feel like, oh, I need to challenge myself more to become a better turkey hunter by hunting these turkeys differently somewhere else where it's harder to hunt them. That's like saying, you know, I, 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 I it's like it's worked. I, I have arrived. I've come up. I've reached the point where I can say hunting turkeys anywhere is too easy. I'm going to go somewhere else. That is a great moment of success. That's a great moment of growth. That's a great moment that every single hunter should cherish if they ever reach it. Because too many people are trying to get their first turkey or their second turkey and you know they get frustrated, don't know what to do, you give up. Well, here's the thing. Those hunters that found those sweet spots, those honey holes and decided they need to stop hunting there cuz it's too easy. It took years of hunting to find, to identify, to return to, to confirm. And, and what they've done is they've learned the land, they've learned the birds, they've learned the habitat in that area so well that to them it's, it's, it's too reliable and dependable to, to use that information anymore. It took years to get to that point. Years. They didn't get there in a day. They didn't get there in a season or two. It took season after season to learn and to recognize, hey, this is a honey hole. Hey, this is the kind of place where you can come to 
and you got a really good chance to get a turkey every single year. And if you get two or three of those spots that you found and identified, and of course you keep secret, and um, you know, if you got two or three hunts a season and you go to those two or three spots, you've got good chances. And a lot of times you see people on Facebook, you know, seems like they take a turkey the first two or three days of every season, every year, year after year, and you can't find any turkeys. Well, that's what they've done. They've identified some of those spots and they just keep going back to them. And, and to them, they have not reached the point where they're like, oh, this is too easy. I need to do something harder, right? Maybe at one point they will, but they've, they've not reached that point. And I'm not saying you have to ever reach that point. Because it takes years and years to, to learn those spots, to, to learn those birds, to learn that land, to learn those habits. And that's the kind of information, though, you need to be trying to develop every time you go in the woods. Every time out. That's what you're looking for. That's what you're thinking about. All right. Where is this the next honey hole? Is this a place? What makes this a place that they're always going? And if you can learn that you have graduated to a higher level still. And so when people say 30 years and not one turkey, I quit, or just one Jake in 30 years, I'm done. I'm like, you know what? These are not people that are hunting like this. They are not people that are hunting smart. They're not really pursuing turkeys. They just, you know, did whatever that they did and that whatever didn't produce immediate fantastic results. And they tried a couple, tried it a couple times and now they're upset because they see other people getting turkeys. And so what you need to do as a hunter is push, press. Don't give up. Don't quit. Go. Learn. Keep learning. Compile that information. Learn your area. Learn that habitat. Learn where the birds are, where the birds aren't. Nothing's ever 100% every time. These are wild animals. But you can gain so much knowledge and so much insight into your area, your region, where you hunt, that at one point, at some point down the road, you could be like, this is too easy. I need to do it a different way. Maybe I need to go out hunting with archery for turkey. Maybe I need to go to other spots. Maybe I need to go learn different land somewhere else just for the challenge of doing it. Just whatever you feel like doing to, to make it more fun, more enjoyable, more whatever, that's an amazing place to be and to say, you know, that's where I want to get. And But that's going to take work now. You don't just get there by complaining, by seeing other people do stuff on Facebook. You get there by pushing, by pressing, by being passionate, by not being daunted if you get skunked for a season or two, but by saying, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep learning. And if by nothing other than dumb luck, if you keep trying new places and new areas, you are going to run into some turkey sooner or later. You are going to learn some things. You're going to take some birds home. If you keep pushing and learning and getting better and going different spots and different places, you're going to find some success by just dumb luck. But then you can learn from those lucky moments. Like, okay, why were they here? Why was this a spot? How did that go down? Replay it in my mind. What did I do differently in that situation? Or what worked well there that hadn't worked before? And you just learn. You learn everything you can from every interaction. And you keep learning and you keep learning until you become a relatively potent hunter that's able to bring home birds most seasons 
and are able to have a great time doing it. And you never find yourself being that guy that says X number of years and one Jake, I quit because you pushed past that long time ago and decided I will grow and learn until I become an effective turkey hunter. Guys, I hope this is helpful and encouraging for you. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Please send me your stories. Please send me your testimonies. Please send me pictures of turkeys that you have shot. Would love to see it this coming season. And as always, head to iTunes. Leave a five-star review with comments. The number one way to help grow the show and reach more people. I really appreciate you. God bless you. And go get them in the woods. Yeah.